St John have money trouble apparently and as a result they're pulling some ambulances off the road. So what to do about this? Health commentator Ian Powell is with us. Ian, morning. Uh, good morning. Do you know what's going on? I can't work it out. So if staff aren't there, in other words, they don't have any staff, they can't put an ambulance on the road, which makes sense. But that's different to pull an ambulance off the road because they don't have the money to run the ambulance. So what's going on? Oh, I think it does basically come down to staff um, and also having enough staff as well. Even um, uh, even a one-person one ambulance is, is a bit tricky. I, I think that the what's sitting behind this all is two, two things. It's a bit like getting trapped in a vice. Uh, first of all, uh, increasing health demand. Uh, there are more sicker people around, and those that are sick, uh, sick, uh, sicker than they might otherwise have been. Um, so sicker, sick people, if I've got the words in the right order. And the second thing that's happening really is that the funding is not actually matching that. So uh, the, their capacity is getting restricted. The workforce, like every other workforce in the country, is ageing, so there's some attrition. And uh, they just can't keep up. No. Uh, it, it's, it's very similar to what's happening in the hospitals themselves, but the, these, they are essentially run like charities in a way, but they are highly integrated, as you know, to what hospitals do. Hospitals can't function without them. And that's the problem, isn't it? So you're in the circle again. It's kind of like the GP argument. If you get sick of people turning up at hospital, the hospitals can't cope and round it, round it goes. Where does he, you know about this? Where did this model come from? Because it's not like the first time we've had this discussion. Why are ambulances funded the way they are? Well, I've never really understood the logic behind it, other than it's the, it's the way we've always done it. Uh, to the best of my knowledge anyway and uh, I, I think there's a compelling argument the, the, the work that the ambulance officers do they are, they are not just drivers they are paramedics mm. and so when they turn up and see to, to take a patient and to look at taking when they're called to a home uh, or a place uh, they actually uh, if they're fully resourced they can actually do very valuable um, examinations and that can determine whether the patient actually needs to go into the hospital or not. Now, I live on the Kapiti Coast, and we have a very we have had a very good what's called a diversion system, uh, where the paramedics will thoroughly examine the patient uh, if it's not immediately clear whether they need to go into the hospital or not, and if and and they often often would simply uh, in collaboration with the local GPs. Uh, send them to the after-hours GP service mm. um, run by GPs. And that actually would prove for a period of time to be successful and it reduced the demand on the EDs. Uh, however, they're just not resourced now to do that. That's run by the Wellington Free Ambulance, right. not St John's. This is not just a St John's problem. There's a problem in the model and there's a problem in the uh, it's tangled up in the generalised underfunding of our health system. All right, Ian, appreciate your insight. Ian Powell, who's health commentator. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.